may be seated for a short contemplation on this 11th. In the ninth hour, we heard Jesus saying on the cross, Eloi, Eloi, lama sabachthani, which is translated, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? And many times people ask the question and say, what does this mean and why would Jesus be saying this? For sure and without a shadow of, the, of a doubt, the Lord Jesus Christ endured and experienced everything that we as humans endure and experience. And on the last day, when we come to stand before the judgment seat, there's a small, a small story or parable that is told that as the people are gathering and more souls and souls are coming and the resurrection of the dead is about to happen and the judgment seat appears but is empty, that those who are most gravely wounded in this life will stand up and say, I don't think it's fair. I don't think it's fair that God should judge. And, and, and one of them will pull his sleeve back and show his tattooed number from concentration camps and his bruises and wounds and say, was he, did he suffer as I suffered in such and such camp in such and such time? And then the, uh, the teenage girl who was pregnant not according to her own wishes after being violated and then was beaten to death because people thought that she had you know been in fornication will rise up and say and what about me and does he know the injustice that i suffered and to all of these people the lord jesus christ will also pull back his sleeves and reveal his wounds and say to them i love you I love you. One of the little kids, I remember in Sunday school, Abuna was passing by our Sunday school class, asked Abuna a question. I was surprised at the, the it was a very intelligent question for, for, for maybe for little children, maybe they're more observant than we are. She asked Abuna, she asked him, how come in Jesus has wounds in all of the pictures when he is of the re of, of Easter of the resurrection Doesn't he say that in heaven there will be no more weeping and there will be no more death and there will be no more sickness How come he still has his wounds and she didn't make reference to Thomas Sunday? Where Jesus says to Thomas come and reach your finger here and so we know it's not an artist's uh, uh, imagination but the gospel itself says that the Lord Jesus Christ had his wounds uh, even in his glorified and resurrected body not only as evidence of his resurrection for Thomas and for all of us but also for evidence of his love for evidence of his love for you and for me so for sure for sure Jesus suffered all that we suffer and some people interpret my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? As that Jesus felt silence from his father um, and may have suffered the same sense of abandonment, although the Trinity is inseparable and the father is always in the son and the son is always in the, in the father and this is without a shadow of a doubt. However, there is also another explanation, which is the one that I really wish to share with you today. 
Jesus says to them, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Which is also the first line of Psalm 22 in the New King James Version or the, or the Protestant numbering of, of the Bible and Psalm 21 in the Septuagint. When we pray the liturgy and we pray the hours, the deacon will go around and distribute the psalms and tell people, please pray Psalm 16, please pray Psalm 18, please pray Psalm 69, and so on. And in older traditions, even in Arabic, they don't necessarily refer to the psalms by their numbers, but they refer to the psalms by the first first sentence in the psalm. It's like the title of the psalm. Even many of the Old Testament books, Genesis, why is Genesis called Genesis? Because the book was named after the first phrase of, of, um, of the book. So Genesis, because in the beginning is the, first, is the first phrase in Genesis. Numbers, and then they numbered the people. The first, the, in Numbers 1, verse 1, and then they numbered, Moses numbered the people. He, he did a census. That's why it's called Numbers. The book of Numbers is, what a misnomer. It's a fantastic book. It's full of all kinds of, full of, all kinds of stuff and betrayal and murder and all kinds of interesting things. But we think it's all going to be Numbers, but it's not. Right? It's just because that's the first phrase. The first phrase of Psalm 22 is, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Well, why was Jesus reciting this first phrase of the, of the psalm? Because the Pharisees had a practice. They had a practice that if anyone said the beginning phrase of a psalm, they would recite the entire psalm out loud. So Jesus, in saying, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? was forcing them to recite Psalm 22, which goes as follows. I will skip a few parts. My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Why are you so far from helping me and from, from the words of my groaning? Oh my God, I cry in the daytime, but you do not hear, and in the night season, and am not silent. And a little further down, all those who see me ridicule me. They shoot out the lip, they shake the head, saying, He trusted in the Lord, let him rescue him. Let him deliver him, since he delights in him. And a little further down, it says, They pierced my hands and my feet. I can count all my bones. They look and stare at me. They divide my garments among them. And for my clothing, they cast lots. And it goes on. It's almost a word-for-word -word description of Jesus' crucifixion. Jesus was trying to tell them, and he's trying to tell us, pay attention. Over 30 prophecies prophesied hundreds of years before Jesus was crucified were fulfilled on that very day at this very hour. What more evidence do you need? What more evidence do you need that this is indeed the Christ, the Son of God? No one could have possibly engineered to make these things happen to themselves. These prophecies were fulfilled in Jesus so that we would all know with full confidence that every word he has spoken to us is truth. Every word, every promise, every word of mercy is true. And I'll close with this. The last line of the psalm, the last line of the psalm says, they will come and declare his righteousness to a people who will be born, that he has done this. 
Another translation for the phrase that he has done this is that it is finished. As they were saying, it is finished. As they were reciting the last phrase of the song, Jesus bowed his head with them and said, it is finished. Glory be to God forever and ever.